and I fully woke up. Like I woke up all, like all of a sudden, and there a banging. Yeah, someone's just walking across the fucking. Okay, I thought yeah. it was like spooky. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It's not my uncle. <laughs> but no, um, I fully, I, I was awake, and I know damn well that I was awake because um, I just not knew I was awake, and I saw my uncle there in my room, like fully. He was there, like standing right next to me in my room, and I didn't say anything. I was just shocked. Like I was just like. What the fuck? Hey, I'm Brandon from Promises Cap Collective. This is the Hey, How's It Going show, and I'm here with Sidra Mahmood, who is the musician and graphic designer from London, United Kingdom. Hey, Sidra, how's it going? Hey, it's all good. It's all good. You? Pretty good. And having a good old day and recording cassettes and just waiting for this interview. So, <laughs> uh, plug plug whatever you uh you'd like to shout out or you know all your where people can find you at. Um, people can find me on Twitter. Uh, they can it, at Twitter is like at Sidra one eight two. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's firecracker underscore one eight two. And I think that's about it. That's all I got at the moment. Yeah. Is that a I almost said Taking Back Sunday, but is that a Blink-182 reference? The 182 bit? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Obviously, yes. For I kept thinking, like, I almost said Taking Back Sunday, but that's 152. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So <laughs> Blink-182, like, huge for you? They're definitely my favorite band. Like, um, holy shit, like, I've seen them live so many times. Um, I love them so much. That's yeah. pretty cool. The only bands I've ever seen live are the Wonder Years and Microwave and uh, Let Let Live. I think they are all three of those bands are really good live. Like they are insane. I love them. Yeah, um, I've seen the Wonder Years and I've seen Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties live. And Aaron West Soupy signed my. Uh, he signed. I, I bought a shirt from him as Aaron West, and he played the character as Aaron West the entire time, like he was selling the shirt. Oh and, my god! Like I got him. Like Aaron West inspired me to start writing a book, and I got him to like say sorry about. He said he signed. I said I asked him to say sorry about your wife, but he said, <laughs> I guess he didn't hear me, and he just wrote like sorry about it. hey uh hey Charlie sorry about everything a West. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've, I've seen quite a few bands live um, and I've, um, you know, I've been quite lucky to be able to meet some of them as well, which is really cool, like after the shows and stuff. Um, so I guess like a lot of people get, get them to like sign your tickets and like set lists, which obviously I did too, but I also get them to sign like my artwork because my artwork is largely inspired by music. That's really music that I love to listen to. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I never like I'd never really met somebody like that who I I, I looked up to. <laughs> when I met Soupy, like I was so pumped, and like I could tell he was having an anxiety attack because he was like, mm -hmm. it's it was definitely different meeting him live. Because uh, like you listen to like the Wonder Years, and like that's all like how he feels, and all those lyrics are like his life. Yeah, it, it, all, it all made sense meeting him 
I was like, wow, this like it, it kind of liked all his music for me because I seen how much like how freaked out he is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like I just noticed like it was like he was like there was one point when he was taking on break. He was just, like holding his face. And I could tell he was like having anxiety. I'm like, damn, this dude goes through it, man. Yeah. Um, but it was just really cool to meet him. And he shook my hand and signed my shirt that I bought from him. And it was just a really nice experience. He was really cool. He was a nice guy. Um, a lot of the people in bands, they generally are like, you know, all these people like hype it up saying, oh my God, like I'm really scared of what do I say? What do I do? But when the actual, when you actually are in front of them and you're talking to them, just like a normal person, just like how me and you are talking right now, it's just, it's they're literally just normal people too. You just, yeah. yeah, I have a really bad habit of hyping people up to what they were like more than they really are. Um, like I did this cassette for this podcast I like. Uh, oh, um, I made I designed this whole. Well, I didn't design this artwork. I yeah. folded it and stuff. Um, and I had it printed by somebody else who's really cool. You ever heard the band "The World Is a Beautiful Place"? And I'm no longer afraid to die. I haven't actually, no. You should look them up. You should look up their old stuff. They're really good. And the person that used to be in the band actually printed uh, this. She oh, that's printed so cool. for me, cut them up and everything. I ordered the supplies and I ordered them from her. But uh, like I actually made, the, like I said, I was recording except for this. I made these cassettes. I, this is my work. That's so cool. I like that. But the only thing I didn't do was print the artwork. Yeah. She does a better job than I could, so I'm like, yeah, all right, you can do that. <laughs> um, I actually record all the cassettes, and that's just my thing. I really like cassettes, but um, I forgot what I got on this topic for. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll move on to the questions because I totally forgot why I brought up cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so music. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, I hope people up. That's why. Uh, so the podcast. Um, I like met him and i they were like oh you do cassettes and i was like yeah and they were like you should do one of ours and i was like are you kidding me i'll do it for free just because i really wanted the deal and then i started making the cassettes and i was like why did i do this for free this is so much work (laughs) that's so cool though yeah um i I think they're really cool like nobody listens to them anymore but i'm trying to bring it back Mm. um Yeah. (laughs) yeah so uh yeah, I gotta move my questions here. Uh, so, how did you get into graphic design? Uh, so that's actually a really good story. Um, when I was in school uh, here, um, I always knew that I was very creative. Like, I always knew that I was very artsy, but I just didn't know what, or I didn't have any influences, like family-wise, to like sort of guide me in that, like, area. Like, how can I turn my art into um, something that I can get? paid for basically because none of nobody in my family does what I do um so I didn't really have anyone that I could talk to about this but um when I was in school I did graphic design as a um as a subject and my graphic design teacher was really like encouraging and he was the one who like got me into into it and he gave me like the encouragement that I needed to like um take it forward like at college and at university and I'm really grateful for that if it wasn't for his support I don't think I would have I don't I honestly don't even know what I would have done with my life if I'm quite honest with you you said that was your college professor that helped you out it was my high school high school teacher okay sorry I missed that part but um that's really cool so do you still talk to that guy 
Um, unfortunately, we did keep in contact for a few years of when I left uh, school because um, he taught my two little sisters as well. At, they all went to the same high school as me. So we did keep in contact for like a few years, but then I think um, after he retired, we like just like we stopped. Um, I don't really have his contact anymore, which sucks. But oh well. Okay. Yeah. How much have you changed since high school? How much have I changed since high school? Yeah. Um. Not. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm more vocal now. Like I used to be really shy. Like I couldn't. Like what we're doing right now, I could never do that when I was in high school. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I'm a lot more vocal and I definitely like speak my mind more now. Um, but other than that, I'm pretty much like still chill, still down to earth, sort of normal person. Like still goes to concerts and still crowd surfs. <laughs> um, you crowd surf? Yeah, hell yeah. If I if I don't get a bruise at a gig, did I even go to a gig? <laughs> that's nuts yeah I, i'm like too I, that's where i i don't like getting touched so like i could never crowd surf like i'd be too afraid somebody's gonna like punch me in the nuts or something like <laughs> psycho you know i i couldn't and that's where that's where i'm not cool like with things like that that's um enough. but totally if you want to do that it's totally fine i don't care i um, don't think i don't like being touched either like um in that like crowded like sense but when I'm there, like I, that stuff doesn't matter. Like I don't care because I'm like putting myself out there. I'm, I'm the one who's putting myself in that situation because I enjoy the music, I enjoy the band. Like I, I love the vibes and the atmosphere and all that. Just doesn't really matter anymore, I guess. And I'm just flying, basically getting yeeted across the venue, which is what I love. So it's all good. <laughs> That's cool um yeah it's always been cool I've, I've wanted to like do that kind of thing but every show i've ever done been to has been like there's been rules against it mm. and um then there's the shy thing too so i'm like yeah it's not me um i'm i'm more in the background like i could like i've done public appearances before where i spoke in front of a stage uh in front in front of crowds of people but like i'm more like this kind of thing where i like I, I could live stream. I'd rather live stream to like a bunch of people than uh, do it in front of an audience. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> um, when I, I was did, but I, at university, sorry, um, we had to um, obviously, like like I said, I did graphic design at uni as well. Um, we had to present our work, and I think that was like the most the the, the part that I hated the most because I really like hated presenting my work in front of people but then i realized that nobody's gonna know your work better than you so it's like if no one's gonna be presenting it then you're not really doing all that hard work that you put into any justice so i thought you know what i'm just gonna bite the bullet and just go for it and do it <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean you put all that effort into it you gotta you gotta show it so that's awesome yeah. uh, so what can you tell me about your online store oh uh so I went through a phase where, um, okay, a lot, a lot of my third year graphic design stuff was like um, very much geometrical shapes and patterns sort of related. Uh, I did like a whole project on it, and I thought it would be pretty, sh uh, it would be a shame if I just let this like just sit in my portfolio and not do not do anything with it. So 
so I had the idea like why not just you know sell sell these designs sell, sell them to people who actually want to buy them and since then I've opened this, this like society six shop where loads of people are like buying all my designs and stuff and even now like they're still they're still like buying them which is crazy like it's so awesome but I haven't actually updated it in a while, which I probably should do, but um, it's just finding the time to do that because I'm juggling other personal projects as well, as well as work, like full-time work. So, yeah. That's really <laughs> cool. And you saw a lot of products on there. What else? Like, I've seen you've had phone cases and I think pillows and stuff. What else do you yeah. sell? They do, like, uh, laptop cases. They do mobile phone cases. They do, like, bed sheets. They do curtains now, wall art, loads of, like, stickers. Stickers for your Mac or your skateboard if you want them. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty cool stuff, man. And, like, there's, like, loads of stuff that you can get from there. I think my internet might cut out. Uh, I think we're good. Okay, um, I'll cut that. It's all right. Uh, yeah, for a second there, one of our internets was messing up. But why don't you shout out the link to your store? Uh, so I've got two links. Uh, it's Society6 um, forward slash Sidra Mahmood. Uh, and then I've got Redbubble as well. saying, like, you know, just search my name, Sidra Mahmood, and I'll, my stuff will be there. Sweet. All right, cool. Uh, so you play guitar and violin as well as a few other instruments. Uh, are you in a band at all? I used to be in a band back at school when I was, like, in year nine and stuff. That's, like, when I was, like, 14, 15 or something. Um, yeah, but I was in like choir, I was in orchestra, I was in band, I was in like you name it, I was in it. <laughs> yeah, um, and I had to work those around um, getting, I had to work those around like obviously my uh, my actual classes and then and then studying and then, yeah, but it was really fun. Like I, I, I prefer being busy than having nothing to do. All right. So, how did you learn how to play guitar and you know violin? So, I learned to play the uh, the violin when I was seven. Uh, I've been playing since, and it's been twenty years now since I've been playing. Um, so, I basically um, at school they gave everyone a chance to like pick up an an instrument, and at that time the main instruments were like violin, cello, and like it was like a choice between them two. And my mom was like you're more than welcome to, um, you know, like, learn an instrument, but I just want you to know that it's going to be your responsibility and I'm not going to be, like, you know, helping you pick it up and stuff like that because, obviously, she's got my two little sisters to look after. So then, you know, me being a really small child, I was like, I'm going to go for the violin seeing as I can actually pick that up. Can you imagine me trying to pick up a cello? Like, that will be, like, that, <laughs> no. So that's what made my decision. And since then, um, I've been learning to play. I've been performing on stage uh, with my orchestra, solo as well, and it's been pretty cool. And then because I uh, learned to play the violin first, um, picking up the guitar was quite easy. Like, it was really easy to transition to. Um, so that was like, and that's also what I wanted to do. Like from the start, I wanted to learn the guitar, but I never had that opportunity until later. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite song to play on guitar? Oh my God. Um, all sorts. I just love like really fun pop punk sort of like really energetic, like, oh my God, sort of like, you know, the really pop punk sort of vibe songs or any any songs like any Blink-182 song will be so easy and so chill to play but um, I can 
I grew up listening to metal, so you know some of those songs were pretty like hard, but easy, uh, hard but fun to play. Okay, cool. Um, what's your favorite metal band? Oh my god, uh, I don't think I have a favorite. I just listen to loads. Um, listen to Metallica, Parkway Drive, uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I listen to Trivium, Cradle of Filth. As I lay dying, just like you know, name dropping all these bands, but yeah, like I, I grew up listening to them. So, those sort of heard, uh, sorry, have you heard that uh, Five Finger Death Punch song Blue on Black they covered? Yeah, yeah, I got that song like stuck in my head lately. Like, Blue on Black, I love that song. Um, yeah, it's like that's about the only thing I heard. Uh, the names you mentioned, but um. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty cool. So, what about pop punk besides Blink One Eighty Two? What's your favorite pop punk band? Oh, I can go on forever. Like, dude, have we? We've got the time, right? <laughs> I can literally just list all of them. Um, bands like Next Deep, The Story So Far, Belmont. I love Hot Mulligan. I love Free Throw. I love Microwave. I love Trophy Eyes. I love Seaway. I love literally with Confident State Jams. I can literally just. Do you like Misser? Pardon? Misser. M-I-S-S-E-R. I've heard of them. I haven't listened. Listen. Listen to them. I will do. I love like Jetty Bone. She's really good. Um, just all sorts of bands, really. But yeah, pretty open. Listen to the song The Weights by Misser. I will, definitely. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's sad because the one of the... it's So Misser, I think, is the guy from Story of the Year. I think is the name of that band, and then the other guy from Transit, who's Tim Landers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transit, right? Yeah. So trans, uh, he was in Transit, and he started this band with this other guy, I think, from Story of the Year, and they just work really well together, and they made music, and they did like one album and I think an EP or two EPs, and they just kind of stopped, but then like Tim Landers died. And then, you know, of course, there's no more misery anymore. But he was in a lot of projects. He was in a band called Off and On. And he also had a project called Cold Collective. And there's one more I can't think of. But he, like, all his music is really good. All Tim Landers stuff is, like, amazing. So definitely look up all Tim Landers stuff. Off and On, Cold Collective, and Misser. Uh, definitely. So I'm, like, a huge um, Tom DeLonge fan. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, that like we need to. Yeah, but he's got like uh, he had other like side projects. He had Boxcar Racer, which they did like the one album, and then obviously he's in another band called Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, so I've seen them live a few times, um, and I think they they were touring before this like COVID nineteen stuff happened, but they were touring the states, I think. Um, and I was actually going to fly over and surprise them uh, again um, to like see them again. But well, I'm so glad I didn't, obviously, because then I probably would have been stuck there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, but no, so like I listen to a lot of his music, but then there's also Plus 44, which is Mark and Travis's band, that they their side project that they did. So that that's pretty cool as well. The, I learned the story of Travis Barker, like, not too long ago. That that guy's gone through some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Guys? Like that's crazy. I seen I I, uh, I watched his interview with with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Where he talks about the whole plane crash and everything. That is nuts. Yeah, 
that's insane. Like his mates, like he literally watched his mates die. You know, he still doesn't like um, catch flights and stuff. Like whenever he's touring over here, he always like gets on a cruise ship, like him and his kids. Like yeah, he, I'd he, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't go on Ever get on a plane again? Yeah, he doesn't go on planes anymore. Like he's literally like off for life. But you know, that was back in 2009, if I remember correctly, off the top of my head. But yeah. Yeah, I think if you survive one plane plane crash, you, that's a that's a sign to just never do it again. Yeah. But he hid um, DJ AM and a few other obviously a few other people's names um, in the artwork for Neighborhoods, the album that they released shortly after that had happened when they got back to got back with Tom DeLonge that year because they, um, that plane plane crash actually got them together. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. So it was DJM that died with him in that plane crash. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, that's nuts. See, I, there's still stuff I don't know about it. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, um, the whole thing that's scary as hell. Yeah, I know. I don't like planes. I like I'll fly over like the United States, but like as soon as there's like water involved, I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Well, so you're never gonna be coming to England then? No, probably not. <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. <laughs> 20 hours on a plane does not sound fun to me. You know, I've done, I think the longest flight I've done is 45 hours or something like that. But there's obviously like layovers. Uh, I want to get from uh, London to Costa Rica because I have a friend who lives there, who lived there. And um, that was insane. Like that was, uh, that was insane. I actually stayed up the entire time as well. Like I never slept or anything like that. Oh my God, I couldn't. Because I was like running on adrenaline, though. I was like, I was like running on run on adrenaline the entire time because I was so excited to get there because I've never been before, and also I really wanted to see her. Like I was really, it was due. Like I really wanted to see her. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. Like I don't regret it. I mean, that's cool. Um, like I don't know that I'll ever not go. I don't see myself going because I'm broke. But like, <laughs> I definitely li- would like to go to England at some point in my life. I felt uh, that like we all broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. London because it's, just, it's always been uh, appealing to me. And then there's like I, I don't I'd really like to go to Venice too, but that's about it. Like Venice is pretty. Yeah, like, so, yeah, I wish I could go back. Um, but like the the plane thing and the money thing is like the biggest two things <laughs> that are mm-hmm. holding me back. Um, that's that's about it. Like. I don't know if I could like get over that and like yeah it's like some people look at flights it's like yeah if it's my time it's my time it's like dude how can you even have that mentality that's terrifying I don't want to die <laughs> like uh, it's it's creep uh, I, I hate thinking about yeah. it but um yeah that's about it uh so what's it like living in London you know um a lot of people so I moved to London two years ago. I'm actually from Birmingham. So when I first moved to London, I didn't have like any, I didn't have like any friends or any of that social circle apart from the people that I work with. Um, so when I first started here, like you'd get a lot of people telling you that it's a lonely place because it's a big mass. Even if it's like a big massive city, it can get quite lonely. 
But, um, you know, once you sort of, like, put yourself out there, you know, start going and exploring places, it's so, you'll find so many cool things here, like, things that you didn't even know. And there's loads of things on the internet as well that you can, like, research like, that you want to go to that aren't, like, heavily tourist, like, touristy. Um, but also, like, when I was growing up and stuff, I would come to London always, like, on day trips. So I sort of knew the city anyway, but um, I never lived here, like, like I do now, yeah. So what exactly made you want to move to London? Um, my current job, actually. Like, um, I went for this interview. Like, I, I had an interview in London, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go for it. I wasn't really, like, too keen on it at first, but I thought, you know what, Let's let, why not? Let's just go for it. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, my God, this is my job. Like, I literally, I full on said to the interview, the person that interviewed me, I was like, yeah, this is, like, there's no point you interviewing other people because this is my job. Like, I literally wasn't that, I wasn't that confident. And then, like, you know, that was a Friday. I still remember it. That was a Friday that I had my interview. and had to wait the entire weekend until monday monday morning to get like a call back or anything like that to see like what what's what's their decision and i missed the call um i missed the call because um i didn't have any signal or anything like that for the record every single time that i've been offered a job i always miss the first call and it's so bad like every single time i always miss the first first call so i have to be the one to like call them back but anyway so i ended up calling back the lady and she full on said that I got the job and I screamed. I kid you not, I literally jumped and screamed. I was out in public. I think I'd just come out like uh, shopping or something. And I fully screamed and there was drivers, you know, stopping like to see what the fuck is this girl, you know, doing. I was like, oh my God. I was like, holy shit. Like, I really, really was so happy getting that job. But yeah, I've been working there since about almost two years. That's good. Good for you. That's awesome. So you do graphic design for them? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am a graphic designer, but I'm also an art worker. I'm also an illustrator and an animator as well. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> what is this company? What all do they do? So they are a worldwide advertising agency. So they have like branches all over the world. We have like a New York office. We have a Chicago office. We have like loads uh, in the States. We have some in India. We have like some in Singapore, we have like literally all over the world. It's pretty insane. Um, actually, shortly, uh, uh, shortly before this actual interview, like this meeting, I had a meeting with um, the we we had like an all call, which is like literally all the branches on like one Zoom meeting, and that was insane. Like that was pretty sick. Um, but they, they were just like telling us some updates about the agency. But yeah, like some standard stuff. That's pretty cool. So yeah. that's so you look forward to going to work every day. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like I, I love the work that I do, and I also love the people I work with. And some of the stuff that we do, the clients that we have are really cool. Like we have a lot of clients. Um, um, a lot of the UK stuff that we, we, you know, we look after a lot of clients here, and then obviously like in New York and stuff. Sometimes they send their clients, like they send us artwork for their clients that they're managing because they just have they haven't got enough resource to like help out over there so then we we pick up that stuff as well which is pretty cool so you're like working from home right now or what's the yeah at the moment i'm working from home uh which kind of sucks because i i prefer the whole like office environment and like talking to people but 
yeah, I mean, I suppose I can watch um, Netflix and binge on junk food and stuff here whilst no one's judging me, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I've been out of work my, myself for the past, like, four weeks, for the past month, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't been able to click unemployment or anything like that. I got denied. So I've just been, like, chilling, making cassettes. It's been so nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And doing like, my show, like. I know it sucks. Like, obviously, the situation, like, everywhere, it sucks so bad. Like, it, it is so suckish. But it's also, like, if you think about it, we're never going to be this free, like, ever. Like, when is the next time we're ever going to be, like, have all this time for ourselves, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, make the most of it. Terrible situation that's going on, you know. Yeah, it is a shitty situation, right. especially when people like their mental health and stuff like is involved. Like, I totally understand, but then it's also like, let's try to do something constructive with it. Or yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been trying to do. Like every day, I take my Adderall, I'll get up, and I do something for my show yeah. or the cassettes or something, and I've enjoyed it so much. Um. It's been a blessing because like i never get a vacation from work at all yeah um, so like it's just every day i go to work and i hate my life and i come home and i try to have fun <laughs> i fucking felt that <laughs> it's it's my job is bad um like it's not a hard job but most of the time i'm doing fiber for uh a cell phone company and testing fiber is such a monotonous job it's so it's soul crushing um it's difficult uh it's it's a not quite difficult but it's the word it's annoying it's very annoying that's the best word i can think of um tedious i think is the word i'm thinking of but yeah it's 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 just no i don't like it <laughs> sometimes i do other stuff which is nice i get a break but most of the time it's testing fiber and it's no good um but like that's like the worst thing about it so like most like right now when i go back to work in a couple of days i won't be doing that i'll be in the shop doing like different things which is going to be okay and i'll only have half days so that's cool too um as long as i'm getting a little money coming in that doesn't bother me yeah, of course. uh like i couldn't care like i could care less about 40 hours a week as long as i got something coming up yeah but you know once it goes back to normal and i'm going to be testing fiber again it's gonna suck <laughs> oh man i've been picking up a lot of like freelance stuff as well like um not not always client work but i'm doing like, like personal stuff like stuff for me stuff for nobody but me so no one can like judge so i do a lot of that because you know i'm just like experimenting i like i like uh playing around with stuff um i uh, i can sew pretty well so um Right now, I've been picking up uh, cross-stitching, which I haven't done in a while, but I've been cross-stitching since I was five. So, you know, it's actually really therapeutic and fun. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, yeah. you're a graphic designer. Do you, like, do commissions for people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I've uh, designed tattoos for people. I've uh, done banners and here and there, like, for social media stuff, animations for, like, YouTube channels and all sorts. I've done lo band logos, logos. In general, I designed some of my tattoos as well. That's pretty cool. Uh, what's the most out there thing you've ever been commissioned to do? Like, craziest thing? Somebody gave me the skateboard once. And they said, just go crazy on it. 
was like, that, that was literally it. I was just going crazy. And it's like, well, what do you want? Like, what kind of stuff do you like? You know, what what do I do? They were just like, just, just draw. I was like, well, okay. So, um, yeah, that was pretty fun. I wish I still had pictures to show, but, but that was like on my old phone. So those pictures like are long gone. But that was really sick. Like, I love, I love doing things like that. Just like drawing a lot on it. Like, um, well, they just wanted you to, you to be you and draw like your yeah. own just like apparently i have a really strong style i don't know like maybe apparently i have like a really really strong style i suppose other people can notice it um when they see my work but i just i just like go with the flow i just do it i i don't even plan things it's just in my head and i see it and i'm just drawing it out man <laughs> that's cool nice um do you want to thank anybody for where you are right now pardon do you want to thank anybody for where you are right now? Um, I want to thank my friends for giving me the encouragement that I needed to like get to where I to, like believe in myself to get to where I am. I want to thank. Um, I would definitely thank my university um, tutors. Like they definitely helped me um, believe, like get the confidence that I needed in my work because that's something that I did um, have. Like. A, like trouble believing in my work and myself so like they helped me with that and um my little sisters actually yeah. like they're annoying as fuck but i love them so. yeah. <laughs> uh do you believe in ghosts i do actually yeah do you have any ghost stories um yes okay so i was 14 years old, I believe. Um, my uncle, my one of my favorite uncles, he had recently like passed away, and this entire time, I've I don't know why, I can't remember why exactly, but I somehow blamed myself for it. Like he he died because um he, he had cancer and stuff, but he wasn't even in the country at this time. He was like away on holiday with his wife. So I didn't even get to see, like none of us even got to see him or even got to say bye or anything like that. Like none of us knew that this would happen, right? So I was really upset by that. And so, um, and so for some reason, I just rationally out. Oh yeah, it's my fault. Like he died because of me. Like you know, I didn't do so well in my test or whatever. Like yeah, it's my fault. He's, you know, I just, you know, I'm a kid. Like I'm just gonna think these things, you know. Yeah. And so a whole year later, when it was coming up to like the one year anniversary of um, when he had passed away. Um, I was feeling a bit like uh, vulnerable, like a bit shaky and stuff. Um, and so like that night, um, I had a dream that, you know, he was he was in my dream and like, you know, we we're just talking, we we're chilling, we were hanging out, like he was just like saying, you know, why don't you ever visit your aunt? And I was like, I don't really want to, <laughs> you know, just like having a, a normal conversation. And I fully woke up like, I woke up all, like all of a sudden, and they're banging. Yeah, someone's just walking across the fucking. Okay, I thought yeah. it was like spooky. Um, yeah, probably it's not. It's not my uncle. <laughs> but now, um, I fully, I, I was awake, and I know down well that I was awake because um, I just not knew I was awake, and I saw my uncle there in my room, like fully. He was there, like standing right next to me in my room and I didn't say anything. I was just shocked. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? And he just like, he was just smiling at me. Like, and he came in and gave me a hug and I felt him. Like I actually could feel him. Like he felt real. Like he wasn't 
my hand didn't pass through him or anything like that. He, I could feel him, like he was a real person. And that's when I screamed. You when, were awake? Like you were awake? I was awake. Like I was fully awake. And that's when I screamed and my mom came running in. And she goes, what was happened? And then when my mom came running in, he'd gone. Was it like sleep paralysis? Could you move or anything? I I could move. Yeah, I could move. That's crazy. But yeah, he was there. He was fully there. And it scared me shitless. And I started crying. Like, I started bawling my eyes out. And I never let my mum hug me, like, ever. I never do. But my mum was, like, right there. And she was just, like, just, like, you know, obviously, like, trying to comfort me. It was, like, but I swear I'm not crazy. Like, he was fully there. Till this day, I, I swear I saw him. Like, he genuinely felt real. That's nuts. I know. It scared me. So I didn't say anything when he was there, though. Like, I was just shocked. Like, how is this happening? Like, how is this happening? But, yeah, he just hugged me. And, yeah. That's crazy. That's, uh, sorry for your loss, first of all. That's, <laughs> that's so spoopy. Yeah, like, it's, it's insane. Like, that was the first experience that I had. Like, my, my personal experience. I've heard other people's. And I do believe them, but my experience was just saying like that, that I've not had that since. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely an interesting one. Is that the only one or? Um, yeah, I think, I think that is the only one. I can't, I think there might've been another one, but I'll probably repress this. <laughs> Cause like, you know, I was that scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I ever saw a ghost. I'm, like, on the side of skepticism. Like, I've never experienced something like you have. Um, I've had yeah. crazy experiences that I just can't explain, uh, which is why I'm, like, skeptical. I, I just haven't, like, with my own eyes seen anything like that. Um, so I'm definitely open-minded. It's so interesting. But if I ever saw one, I don't know what my reaction would be. Yeah. I don't know if I'd, like, scream. I don't know if I'd be silent. I don't know if I'd, like, all right. The house is yours now. Like, just <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Like, you know. No, unless it actually happens to you. Like, I never thought that I'd actually just be stunned at silence. I actually thought that I'd be like talking, like, properly like talking to them, like, hey, how's it going, sort of thing. Because that's not the sort of person that I am. But like, I was just shocked that he was there. Like, of all the places, of all the places that he could be, like, why did he choose to be like here and like to see me, just to hug me, sort of thing, and say that he misses me, like. That, like, you know, you could be anywhere else, you know? Yeah, that's nuts. Busy your own kids. <laughs> I had a, I asked that question to a guest once, and I think I added the question. I was like, what would you do if you seen a He said, yeah, no, he said he didn't believe in ghosts. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I followed up with, like, well, what would you do if you're just, like, sitting down at your kitchen table and you just seen a ghost, like, just pour a bowl of cereal or something like that? He's like, he'd just be like, all right, house is yours, man. Just keep that cereal. I like, just... Venmo me some, you know, it's whatever. Keep it. Like, I'm out. Like, oh my god, it was nuts. Uh, it's it probably one of the coolest or funniest responses I've gotten from that. I um, I love um hearing about ghost stories. That doesn't necessarily mean I believe all of them, but I just like hearing about yeah, them. It's interesting, like yeah. yeah like I like I used to like watching those uh top fifteens on YouTube, like scariest encounters and stuff, and like half of them would be like, obvious bullshit, but you know, like it's still fun. Like you, like watching those ghost shows on TV, like where they 
they're always like ghost hunters and all yeah. that going out and like they never catch evidence of a ghost but like they fake it and it's they go out there like there was like 300 400 episodes they not once ever caught an evidence of a ghost it's still going you know people still tune in because it's fun like it's cool um yeah lately i have an obsession with horror movies like um i at the moment i currently i'm living alone in this flat like normally i have like flatmates but they've all gone home because obviously with due to like the coronavirus and stuff they've all gone home so i've got this flat to myself and there i am in the middle of the fucking night watching horror movies by myself you know as you do with the lights off no light n- like not a single shred of light in the house at all and i'm just there binging like a shit ton of horror movies not one of them has scared me yet so um if there's any horror movies that you recommend i've not been scared yet so let me know (laughs) i don't watch horror movies um i'm not into that i as much as i am into ghosts i am not into horror movies like fictional shit freaks me out the youtube stuff doesn't well, it yeah. does a little bit. Like, it, late at night, I'll I'll, I'll totally watch some cat videos or something afterwards, like, get my mind off of it. But, <laughs> like, it's it's spoopy. Like, but my main fear, though, is this is going to surprise you. It's like, I'm afraid of fire alarms. Like, terrified. Like, some autistic shit. Like, I am terrified of fire alarms. Um, but, Like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. Like, I have three fears. Dying, fire alarms, and bugs. That's it. Can I ask why about the fire alarms, if you don't mind my asking? I don't know. I, it's been, a, since I was a kid, just terrified of them. My dad's been a firefighter for my entire life, and I was a firefighter, too. Oh. And uh, I just, it got better a little bit when I was a firefighter, but it's still just, like, I think it, it's, like, a phonophobia thing. It's, like, loud noises. Um, yeah. And fire alarms are terrifying. They just look scary. Like, I can't be alone in a room with one. Um it's i don't know it's just something about it like just the the fact that anything could set that thing off and it just randomly go off for no reason like yeah you know i don't know i really don't it's i really think it has to do with autism um because that's like a common thing like i'll get like if it goes off it'll startle me and i'll like get angry and shit it's bad which i'm not i'm not an angry person but one time one went off and like when i was standing right underneath it because my buddy cooked like was cooking bacon and it just went off and, like i like i freaked out i jumped up like superman punched it and broke it Shit. i didn't even think about it like i just did like i, I went I, it was like you know when somebody sees red when they get so angry it was like yeah. that and i didn't realize i did it until i'd done it and i was like wow i just broke that probably gonna have to pay for that <laughs> um. so i just fixed it to make it look like it wasn't broken and <laughs> Hold anybody. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so that was that. But, uh, some, yeah, I did a lot of research on it. Like, I seriously think I have some sort of autism because of that. Just because of that thing, like people, kids in school, they'd get in trouble for like when the fire alarm would go off. Uh, there's students like with autism that will get in trouble, like get detention and stuff because they have panic attacks and freakouts when the fire alarm goes off, and because they can't like react responsibly in those situations, they can't control themselves when that when the they have that overstimulus. Uh, I think that's not the right word, but that that overstimulation, audio sensitivity, or whatever it is, 
they just freak out and they you know the school doesn't for the longest time wouldn't understand why it's like oh you shouldn't react that way it's like they literally don't have no choice like that's just their brain goes into freak out mode it's uh they go into this like die or uh liver (laughs) what's that yeah no it's it's crazy um because there's I've gotten in trouble for it. I've gotten detention because of that situation. You just go into flight or uh, flight or whatever it is mode. And uh, um, you just can't control it. And you can't see reason and you just freak out. And uh, it's, um, they, they punish you for it. They punish you for, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Um, for right. you can't control, but now there's more understanding of it. They're doing more research on it. They're not this. They're just doing things to help students out with uh, phonophobia and stuff like that, which is good. But they didn't do it when I was in school. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a. We were in school. So. <laughs> um, uh, I actually knew a girl in high school that was definitely afraid of goats. And then I asked her once, like one day, why? And she said when she was a kid, she got headbutted by one, which, you know, is understandable, of course. Like, you're going to develop a fear, but like, holy shit, I was not expecting that. I, <laughs> I thought you said goat. I was like, oh, you must have said goat. goat. No, uh, uh, she she's like uh, a goat. Yeah, like yeah. G-O-A-T, goat. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, if I got attacked by a goat, I'd probably be a little freaked out too. Um, Goats have like horns and stuff. Yeah, like she was a child, so that could have been really bad. But I think, it, yeah, I don't know. Like the way she said it, though, like it just wasn't My sister went over one of our friend's house once and they had like pet geese or ducks or something. I think it was a goose. And <laughs> like the duck bitter or the goose bitter. Just attacked her and it like not viciously. I just I don't know went up to her and bit her. And ever since then, she just does not like goose. Oh my god, I don't blame her. Yeah. Um. So that was fun ghost topic. Um. <laughs> that's where it went off to. Spoilers. Uh. Do you have a car? A car. Yeah. I I did when I was living in Birmingham. Um but I gave my car to my sister because there was no point me having one in London because like everything is so close by and I'm walking everywhere. So yeah, I had a car, but not anymore. What did you used to think about when you were alone in your car? Uh, What I used to think about was, please don't stall, please don't stall, please don't stall. (laughs) No, I'm not, I'm not that bad. No, like I actually, I, very rarely stalled my car. Um, oh, you guys have a lot of uh, standard vehicles over there, right? Pardon? Manual transmissions. Yeah, we uh, a lot of us we usually just drive like I think you guys call it stick. Yes, manual yeah. stick standard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I was driving in uh, Florida, it was so like weird not having my friggin' gear stick like on that side. It was on mm-hmm. that side. I was like, it was it was weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. Um, I don't have a stick car. I, I usually call it manual, but um, 
I, I have an automatic transmission in my car, but I know how to drive stick. I learned when I lived in Tennessee and yeah. I had a Chevy S10 truck and that was oh, my wow. first ever pickup truck. And <laughs> I learned how to drive stick in that truck. And then I broke it because I was being stupid. But um, yeah, I, I blew out the transmission because I was being dumb. Not because I didn't know how to drive it, but literally just because I was being stupid. Uh, I thought it'd be cool to I thought it'd be cool to like just do dumb shit. And yeah. like, I just ended up breaking it one day and I was like, well, now I'm never gonna do that again. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I, it was a lesson I had to learn the hard way. Uh, yeah. I don't really know how to drive a stick. I just yeah it was dumb. I still hate myself for that. I'd sell that truck today if I didn't do that stupid thing. Um and then I sold it to a guy for like four hundred <laughs> After what? I bought it for fifteen hundred, I sold it to him for like four hundred. Wow! And he fixed it for like seventy nine bucks. I was so mad that I was told it was going to be a thousand to fix. This dude fixed it for like seventy bucks. Oh my god! I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, my sister uh, still drives my car right like, now. She still has it. Um, but she said like if she's ever gonna decide to like sell it on and stuff, she'll give me the money because obviously I bought I that was my car, like I bought that with my own money, like didn't have any help whatsoever, even with insurance, like that was literally my baby, like that was my car. She knows that. Um, but she's had that car longer than I've had it now, so I guess that car's hers. Basically. <laughs> what kind of car was it? It was a, a Toyota Yaris, one of the newer ones. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of it. Um, my, my dad picked it because basically he just wanted me to be safe. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I that car, so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, it's cool. It, it, it works. It, it gets me from A to B and it's silver. That's great. Like, you know, I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right, cool. How much time do you have? Because we're running out of time. Um, I usually go for an hour, but. I'm not even a quarter through the questions because it's just uh, I, pretty good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay for time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll go a little bit longer than an hour. Uh, <laughs> you just let me know when you're out of time. Um, so, editing point. What would you like to improve on your skills, uh, your design skills? Um, I want to get uh, so a lot of my stuff. I want to get better at animation like I am only I'm probably like a little bit more experienced than a beginner but I do want to get like a lot better on that uh but I love it like there's so much to learn and I have a friend at work who is teaching me as well like I'm sharing him and he he's like shows me like really cool tricks and tips and stuff that I can learn and pick up from him so yeah that's one of the skills that I want to get better at and uh I'm okay at coding like um I do some web design here and there, and that is something I am okay at. But I would love to learn more as well. If there's anything else I can like pick up, but I've got some friends that are like front end developers that do help me with that as well. So I have to hire you to build my website. Pardon? I have to hire you to build my website. <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible at web design. I, I know literally nothing about it. The only thing I know about HTML is uh. I know a tiny, 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 like I know how to read JavaScript or HTML. I don't even know the difference, honestly. 
I know I think I think I know how to read HTML, but I don't know anything about the logic behind it. I don't know how to format it. I just like know how to read Facebook's HTML right, and how to yeah. edit Facebook. Um, like what make I can make it say anything I want to say. That's all I know how to do with the in, uh, inspect. Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah. Uh, the inspect element option. Yeah, I know how to make it say what I want it to say, and then screenshot it and like make it look like things are there, but they really aren't. Um, I taught myself how to do that because I was bored one day, and uh, somebody made me mad. So I, I, um, I made I, uh, what did I do? I don't even remember what I did, but I don't know. I made it look like they said something they didn't. I was like, "What'd you say that for, you jerk?" And I screenshotted it and I sent it back to him. And oh <laughs> it, uh, me as well a few times, and they're both like front end developers, so I never trust them. But then obviously, when I get them back, because obviously I'm really good at Photoshop, so. And they're like, I never said that. So well, I never said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 a fun tool to do, but I don't I don't ever do anything bad with it, you know. And like, I don't want to get in trouble, but um, just like messing with people. Like, I I went and edited my my buddy's Facebook profile page, and uh, I just made it look say a bunch of stuff that it didn't really say. Like, I think I I made him gay or something. It was something dumb. I did this like four years ago. And, uh, like, like I just made it say a bunch of different stuff, and then I, uh, I just took a screenshot of. It. I was like, "Dude, when'd you, would you come out as gay, man? What the hell, I'm your best friend. You wouldn't tell me." And he's like, "Buddy, I swear I didn't know. I didn't, it's not me. I didn't write that. I got hacked, man." I'm like, yeah, you did. I did it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just like stupid stuff, you know. Like, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just fun to mess around with the stuff, but I don't know how to design web pages at all. I don't even care to learn. Like, it's too, I, I used to mess around with editing uh, C++. I know a little bit about that. I wrote a couple of programs, like easy ones, and it's like so much work. And editing, I, I know that there's a lot of code in like HTML too. So I was like, no, nah, I'm all set. I've messed around with it. And that's all I need. Sometimes like my eyes burn so much when I'm looking at code like all the time. Like, oh my God, like this is literally burning my eyes. <laughs> yeah. And then you like get one thing wrong somewhere, like a stupid typo or a variable, and you have to like trace it down. And oh crap! I wrote a hundred lines. Where was that? Like, no, that's not, not. That's not for me. Yeah. Oh, when that happens, I'm just like, yeah, someone else did it. Like, no, just fix my shit. Basically, <laughs> someone else did. <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I've done it before, and that's enough for me. Um, if you could trade places with any other person for a week, famous or not, living or dead, real or fictional, who would it be? Oh my god, I love this question. Oh my god, like, who would I pick? Oh my god. Oh my god, this is just... While you're thinking of it, shout out to the one person that's watching right now. They've been here the entire time. I have, like, no idea who I'd pick, honestly. I'm just, like, uh, I kind of want to say someone really famous, someone insane. Tom DeLong. Pardon? Tom DeLong. See, I thought of him at first. Like, that was my first choice, like, genuinely. But then I'm like, hmm, do I really want to? No, because I'm worried if I find out something that I'm not going to like. Or if I find out something about him that I'm not going to like, and I can never undo that, and then that would be 
that would just ruin everything. That would literally ruin my childhood. That would ruin everything for me. So I can't not do. I can't do that. I kind of want to know what the queen does in her in her free time. Satanic rituals. I kind of want to know. I kind of want to know like what the queen does. Like, does she does she wear tracksuits and stuff in that in the in the castle that in in the fucking palace that she lives in? Like, what does she do? Like, seriously, like it's a secret. That's the thing. Like, I want to know. That's what. I don't care. Like, I don't know what I would do with the information. I just want to know. You know. Yeah, Yeah. definitely makes me curious now too. Like, yeah, like. What did she do? Like, obviously, with this pandemic going on, no one can go outside. But she, she doesn't even go outside, even when there's not a pandemic going on. So it's like she only makes appearances when, as and when she needs to. So I was like, what does she do? Does she have a gym in there? Does she work out? Does she, does she eat McDonald's? Does she order a Deliveroo every every now and then, or only eats? I don't know. Like, imagine that. Like, does she get any? Yeah, the ordering Uber Eats and like she's the one who picks it up. Like, I doubt it, but it's probably that's like, She's like driving through to Buckingham Palace and just dropping it off at the Queen's fucking front door and like ding dong, who's at the. Who answers? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be nuts. Imagine being that driver, that Uber Eats driver, and be like, holy oh, shit, Queen. They just meet her servant. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, damn. All the, all the uh, guards and stuff like that to get past all that and like all the you know they can never laugh as well like they actually have training but they can never laugh that's crazy I wonder what would happen if one dude just made him laugh like, honestly you can't make them they, can't, they don't laugh at all I wonder if they have a sense of humor or anything like that a brain I, wonder, I wonder what they like outside of their job like absolute lunatics they must be. They they must be. They must have some sort of craziness inside them. I'm waiting to be unleashed. Complete sociopaths. Just don't laugh at a thing. Okay. Emotionless. Like, void of all emotion. Emotion. Can you imagine that? Like, I, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Um, cool. All right, cool. So... Who would you pick again? No, the queen. That's right. Um, queen. Yeah, I think the queen. <laughs> yeah. Again, I haven't slept in like 14 hours, but um, what's your favorite movie? Oh, man. Uh, I don't want to say the fucking usual shit, you know, like Back to the Future, Star Wars. I don't want to say that stuff, even though they are really good movies. But anything Disney, because I'm a huge Disney freak. Like, I, I love Disney and Pixar. You know, animation. Pixar is great. Oh, <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, it, but um, yeah, it's messing up right now. Uh, I don't know what you said. I said Pixar is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I said. Like um, anything Disney, like um, Pixar, the whole Disney Plus thing. We literally just got that like not too long ago. So I'm so glad that we have that now. But yeah, that that's a godsend, definitely. Cool. Nice. Um, if you won the lottery, you guys have the lottery over there? Yeah, we do. What would you do if you won the lottery? Uh, I would treat my sisters. Uh, definitely treat them. Uh, I would get myself my own place. Don't have to live like here and 
with other people, like fuck people, like I'm sorry, but like yeah, I just want my own place. Um, yeah, and honestly, I don't know. Like I genuinely, money's never really been something that I like. It's never been an like something that I really, really want more lots of. Like I don't really care. I mean, I'd, um, yeah, like I'd probably like donate majority of it to charity. If I'm quite honest with you, but not like these organization ch- charities. Like I want to be the one to like give it to someone like directly, like not go to someone yes, else. You know where it's going, yeah. Because because it at the end of the day, like charities and stuff, they're still a business. Yeah, for real. Yep, not but yeah. Someone's still getting paid to do that to run that charity. So it's like, is where is my money really going to? Like, yeah, and then they then they have merch too. It's like, yeah, oh, that's where my donations going to because you're giving out free merch. Yeah, so it's like, where is my money really going to? So that's why I've sort of stopped giving to like charity like organizations and started giving it to people who like in person, like actual like charity, like where I fully know where my money is going to and that's actually doing some good to somebody. Yeah. So yeah. I like to like. I'd probably donate to like the food bank. Um, I don't like giving money to people. Like when I was younger, I gave like this homeless guy a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> uh, when I was in Boston on a field trip in school, I was like I don't know eleven, and I just had a twenty dollar bill in my wallet. And I was like, oh, he asked me for money, and I was like really kind and gave him twenty bucks. He probably spent that, you know, like it was dumb. Um, it you know, it's like I don't like giving like i don't so if anybody asks me for money nowadays and i'm in the city i'll usually like if i'm feeling in the mood like i'll like what do you need man like you need food like i'll buy a burger or something you yeah, know? yeah i i don't like giving cash to people because like i used to be an i am an alcoholic i don't drink anymore but like i know what i would do in the like when i wanted money i never asked people for money but i know what i would do with it i would buy alcohol so like I, that's how i think and i'm like you know, this guy might not, might be, you know, honest and modest or whatever, but I don't want to risk, you know, this guy just getting his fix. So I'm going to yeah. get, you know, like, I'm going to get get him what he really needs, uh, okay. which, which would be food or, or water or some kind of something, you know, and then, like, you know, drugs or alcohol, because that's not going to help this dude out in any way, shape or form positively. Exactly. Um, this one time I was out um, on a night, like, with, my friends and stuff in Birmingham and um, we we were all really really drunk like really really drunk and it was just getting quite late I think it's like four o'clock in the morning or something so like getting out of the clubs now and like trying to make our way home and so my friends were like having an argument with each other as usual so I was like the peacemaker so but I had to go off uh, for a little while because I was trying to get a taxi home um, and at that point, there weren't any Ubers and stuff around, so I was trying to like get a hold of a taxi, and I had to get cash out. Um, so I had cash on me, and I had like an extra tenner, like ten pounds on me. Um, and this uh, homeless lady, she walks up to me, and she actually doesn't say anything at all. Me being drunk, you know, I'm I'm more friendly, I'm more I'm more outgoing and stuff, and I just said, you know, like um, have a good have a good night like you know just being polite and all and and then she just walked up to me and she said you know you're the first person that's not ignored me at all like all day and I said that's just really sad like you know I know you know a lot of people do like everyone just like walks past and just ignores them every now and then um 
but then today, but then that night she told me that a, a little story that she says she never used to be homeless, obviously. She actually opened her house to other homeless people. She used to have her, a, a, her own house and she opened it up to other homeless people. And then this couple um, that she let in her own house overtook that from her, like kicked her out of her own house and made her pretty much homeless. And she was telling me that she's still, um, that person is still like out on the streets and stuff, like trying to scab like money off other people. But she actually has a home, like she actually has a place to like uh, stay the night and stuff. And she was warning me saying like, you know, don't, don't give your money to her. And honestly, like she hasn't even finished her story at this point. And I just reached down into my pocket and just gave her everything I had. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, just take it. <laughs> like I think I had like 20 or 30 pounds on me. I just, I just gave it to her. I didn't even know how much I gave I just didn't care at that point if I'm honest but yeah I and she hugged me like she literally hugged me and started crying because she never she didn't even ask for any money she didn't ask for any money she didn't she just told me her story and that was it and and she didn't have to like I was the one who asked like she didn't even initiate that and yeah for that reason I, I wanted to give her what I had and she literally hugged me and started crying and said, God bless. Yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place. Like, I have... Yeah. Um, that's that's really nice of you. Um, I just... My experience, I've, like... I've run out of kindness in that form. Because, like, I've given, like... I give five bucks to this lady one time because she was trying to buy, like, a birthday card for somebody. She yeah. claimed she didn't have enough money. And I, I was, like... I think I was, like... I, I think I was behind her in line and i was like oh well, i'm gonna do this lady a favor like i got a couple extra bucks on me like i'm gonna buy her birthday card for whoever this is for you know it's like a nice honest thing and i gave her five dollars and i said keep the change and then like she took the five dollars put it on a wallet and just put it on a credit card and i was like so mad because she didn't even give me the money back what that's oh, right, right in front of me like that's insane. That is so after, after that experience, I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. That was like, like kindness. That was like from the bottom of my heart shit. Like I seen this lady trying to get this thing and it was like, oh, I don't have enough money. And then I was like, oh, I got this. And then okay. she was like, no, I'll just put it on my card. Yeah. Okay, but don't let, that, don't let her reaction ruin the good deed that you did. Like you generally did that out of kindness and like, you know, you wanted to do that because you felt good and it was the good, the right thing to do. So it's like one of those things is like, you know, like it, I, I totally think it's bull. I used to think it's bullshit how like one thing, one person can ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. But like there, that's not even the only thing that like that, that happened to me. Like it's happened to me a couple different times. And that was just the last time I let it happen. Like one person, a couple of people ruined it for everybody else. But that was the, the turning point for me. And it's like, yeah, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. taking advantage of too many times you know what i mean yeah that was that blew my mind i could not believe it i I think i i think i even like i don't even think i was like you're not getting my money back like i think i just like angrily walked off like i was i was mad i was so i was fuming i couldn't believe it this was when i was in tennessee this is like i don't know maybe may of 2019 oh my god yeah, I was in. It was it was stupid too. It wasn't like a family dollar or a Dollar Tree. I don't know if you have those over there. Yeah, yeah. probably not. You don't go buy dollars, but Dollar um, Tree is 
Yeah, one of those stores where everything's like one dollar. Everything. Absolutely everything. And she had like five things she was getting. I was like, I got this. I'm gonna give her five. And <laughs> paid it with her with a credit card. I was like, what the fuck? Like I just stared at her. I, I just glared her down. I was like I was I I was astounded. Like I couldn't believe it. Like, oh my God. The worst shit I've ever seen in my life. The cheek though, like honestly, how cheeky is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was crazy. There was this one time I was in a store and I like I was broke because I, like I said I used to be an alcoholic and I'd like spend all my money. I I used to like be responsible enough to pay rent and that's it. Like I would keep I would put all my my rent money aside in like from my paycheck and then I'd blow the rest of it on alcohol. It'd be like a five hundred dollar check, and like I'd take one twenty a week and put that aside so I'd have four eighty or whatever. And then the other, you know, the other $400 would be blown on alcohol in like three days. Um, so I like, I'd get paid Friday and by Wednesday I wouldn't have any money. So I'd go into the store. My, my one time, my, my bank card in the morning for getting breakfast got declined. And I was like, I had like a couple of things I, I had, I thought I had money for it, but I didn't. And I had to like, uh, so sorry. I mean, I had to return all these. I'm so sorry. I thought I had the money. And this guy standing behind me, like paid for his stuff and then walked outside behind me. He's like, Hey man, do you need, do you need money? And I was like, I mean, no, man, I think I, I think, I think what I said was like, Oh no, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. And he's like, Oh, well you didn't pay for your stuff back there. It looked like you need money. Are you, are you sure I can help you out? And I was like, no, sir. I mean, I, I really don't want to take your money. I just, I thought I had the money. I didn't, I was irresponsible. I spent my own money. I shouldn't have, I'm, I don't want to take your money, man. Um, and I denied it, but I thanked him so much for being that on you know, that, that cool and, uh, trying to give me the money. I was really appreciated it, but yeah. I didn't want to take his money. It's just cause I was dumb enough to blow my own money. I didn't want to like have to take somebody else's. I hate owing people money. No, it was just, that was a, that was a, a moment where I realized that there are really kind people out there other than me. And that was kind of like a reef feeling my humanity or whatever uh restoring my humanity the human the <laughs> i get you yeah I, I totally understand you autism's a bitch um but yeah so that was a nice moment and i'll always remember that but i still won't give people money um i i don't know it's just rough uh moving on to another topic if uh what's something you failed at but later achieved Something I failed at, and then uh, cooking. <laughs> I hate cooking. I cannot cook at all. Oh my god! And I wouldn't say like I later achieved. It's edible. And I think that's an achievement for me. Okay, so it's not great, but I'm not cooking for anyone else, and I never will cook for anyone else. But as long as I'm not starving or anything like that, that's. That's an achievement in itself. So yes, <laughs> I, I can cook eggs. That's, that's it. Like, I honestly, I haven't even had dinner yet. Like it's um, you know, it's just gone past seven o'clock here, and you want to know what I'm having for dinner though tonight? What? Literally a bowl of cereal. Good for you. I kid you not. That is how, that is my dinner tonight. My dinner tonight will be a bowl of cereal. Hell yeah! What's wrong with I that? that? For lunch, and I have that for breakfast. <laughs> I used to eat a lot of cereal when I was like younger, and then I kind of grew out of it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just it's too much effort. Like, 
hate oh chewing. God. I hate chewing things. I have like TMJ yeah. issues, and like chewing using a lot of mouth motions like hurts my mouth. And um, so I just I stopped eating cereals. Too much chewing. But uh, I like eggs, and like I like when I'm when I cook something, it's usually eggs. And I only just recently figured out how not to burn eggs. <laughs> the key is to not walk away from the stove. That's um, some amazing advice. Yeah. Uh, so just have the patience to make eggs. But the other problem with that is uh, I will not want to make eggs because I can't do other things while I'm making eggs. <laughs> it takes time and effort. I don't want to put the effort in. When I cook, though, like I tend to batch cook, so like I don't have to cook again or for a little while at least. Um, so yeah, so like when I'm cooking, I'm like making a freaking meal for like that will last like three or four, three or four meals at least. But yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, my my roommate uh, when in Tennessee used to do that. He'd meal prep for like a whole week because he was like he'd eat like six meals a day. Um, like just chicken and rice, nothing but chicken and rice. Cause he was trying to like lose weight Yeah, he was a bodybuilder kind of. Um, so he'd eat six times a day, six small meals, I think a day. Yeah. And he'd be at the, he'd be in the kitchen for like four or five hours, one day of the week, just making meals. <laughs> Jeez. And then every other time, like he'd never be in the kitchen, but just like, I think it was on Sundays. He'd just be like, yeah, hey, what are you doing, man? Oh, I'm meal prepping. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, Sunday's usually my day to meal prep as well. Yeah. Sweet. Um. Yeah. So it was just it was interesting watching him like eat six times a day. I was like, how do you do that? I couldn't even like like I'm Adderall. On Adderall, like it takes away your appetite. So like, mm-hmm. I drink to to deal with that because I can drink anything, um, and not have bother my stomach. But actually eating like physical things that aren't drinking is uh, hard to do on Adderall for me at least. Uh, right. I drink smoothies so I don't get headaches and stuff and you get nutrients from fruit. And yeah. I lost like 15 pounds in a couple of weeks just drinking smoothies and coffee. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm like overweight, so that's nice that I've lost that much pound. I was like two, I was 265 like a month ago and now I'm 250. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, losing weight. Drinking smoothies. Um, what are your goals for the next few years? My goals? Uh, one of my goals was I was actually going to want to move to the States. Like, uh, for real. Like, I really want to like move there. Yeah, the United States? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I don't know what state yet. Like, I'm still open. I just want to, like, go over there. Like, I had a few options, like maybe Cali, California, because I've never been there before, or Florida, or... Um, Literally anywhere, literally anywhere, but yeah. Rhode Island's um, pretty cool, or Connecticut or Massachusetts, because if you move yeah. to either of those places, you'd be close to two big cities. You'd be just any, even Chicago, like anything, literally anything. Like I don't care. Like I will, I will take anything at this point. But yeah, um, that I was actually going to be. The plan was to like be there by this year summer. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, so that is going to be happening hopefully within the next two years or so. I just want to get there. So like, are you going to like apply for citizenship? What's the, how are you going to do that? So, um, so you know how I said like the place where I'm working at has, um, offices worldwide. 
yeah. so I can transfer. Uh, I can just transfer to any office that I want to um, that has a creative department providing, you know, like everything goes smoothly. So that is something that can happen and will happen hopefully for me. Um, yeah, so, but the thing is though, with that though, like um, it would either be New York or Chicago, but I'm not a huge, like, yeah, New York is great and all that. I've been a few times, but I wouldn't want to live there, you know? Like, Yeah, New York's nuts and it's expensive. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to live there. And Chicago, I've never been to Chicago. Well, I think I've driven through Chicago, but I've never actually been there. So that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. I hope that works out for you. Yeah, me too, man. Like it's it's uh I've not done anything to like actually get there, but it's it's in the works. It's a thought. That's nice. Um using a scale of one to ten, rate yourself on how weird you are. <laughs> Off the scale? Twenty. <laughs> what makes you say that? I broke the scale <laughs> because I'm just I don't know man like I'm, I'm I get described as um eccentric being bubbly being really like out there and random I don't think I'm any of those things but I can see why people would think that so um I have weird thoughts like really weird thoughts like things that people won't even pick up on or notice or care but i do and i don't know why but i do <laughs> so if that makes me weird so what <laughs> that's, that's awesome like um i mean i'm the same way i'm probably pretty much off the scale i usually <laughs> like to say 10 uh or 11 <laughs> a meme um but yeah i'm a pretty weird guy not in a bad way but just yeah. autistic i have ticks and stuff and um doesn't like you know i'd much rather be weird than be boring as hell like like everyone else yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real um you so said we have one person watching on twitch and i don't know who they are so i mean if you want to comment and ask anything to sidra did i say it wrong yeah no that, that's perfect it's fine sidra all right sweet so yeah uh ask us anything that one faithful person that's been watching uh but we're gonna move on to some questions until you do uh so you said you were 20 that's awesome uh have you ever had any strange or crazy experiences besides the ghost stories many many crazy experiences many strange ones uh i'm trying to think off the top of my head now but um ah oh, this is really weird one that doesn't make sense to me to this day i was a kid in school right and like i don't know what i was doing i was probably like daydreaming or something you know how like in school where you like line up outside and you have to like um line up and then like they count you make sure that there's like all the students and like you know that they they it's kind of like they call it like, i don't know what, what things are like in america but yeah but they but they don't but they the line you up um, when you're outside, and then and then you get to go inside the class like every single time after like I think you guys call it recess. Oh, every single yeah. time, like they line you up and then they walk you into the classroom and stuff. Yeah, that's what they that would do for us. So um, yeah, so it was like after playtime. That's what we call it. Uh, after playtime, um, we were all lined up and we were just about ready to go into class. And I think it was daydreaming or something, but. I thought the line was moving. Like I thought we were just like following the line. The line was moving, and we were heading into class. And next 
thing you I know I'm like out of the line and I'm just walking by myself to the class and everyone and the teacher are all looking at me like weird thinking like what the fuck like you know what is she doing and I was like so embarrassed because everyone was just like watching me just walk and I thought I was following everyone like yeah that was just so weird like that I don't know how that happened or why that happened I still don't remember but that was strange like I hated that so what did you bump into somebody like no so like we were all lined up and we were about ready to go into the class but then i thought like i was like in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the line or something and i thought we were like moving uh getting ready to go into the class but we weren't moving everyone else was still uh, stood outside waiting for the teacher to say like with that we can go through but i had somehow gone out of the line and walked <laughs> you just started walking away walking away anyway yeah that's <laughs> bye like walking away anyway yeah and then and then like next thing you know i just snap out of it like i just snap out of it and look behind look behind me and all these students all these kids and, and all these teachers are looking at me thinking like what the fuck is wrong like where is she going and what's wrong with her like you know and i was just like oh my god i was so embarrassed like i was literally like blushing so badly i was like oh my god what the hell why did i do that <laughs> nuts that's I was really young. I was really young, but I still remember it because it was so bad. I still don't know why that happened, but I thought in my head I was following someone. Ghost. Ghost. No, no. No, I felt like it was weird. Like I was just like, I wasn't quite switched on. Like I wasn't quite awake. I was just like, like sleepy. I think it was just tired. I don't know. I don't know. Possessed. Possessed. Probably, probably. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that's funny though. Um, what's something you're curious about right now? Uh, something that I'm curious about right now is how long can I last being alone in this flat without going completely crazy? <laughs> now that is a question. Are you like uh, introvert or extrovert or extrovert? Uh, I don't know where I am, if I'm honest with you. Like, I have, I, I think I'm an extrovert with a lot of introvert, like, tendencies. I don't know, like. So, yeah, that, that's rough because you want to be around people. But then when you're around people, you're like, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me, literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, the same way, but I've, like, been thriving during this quarantine. But if I didn't have the internet, I'd be, like, dead. I'd be, I'd, oh yeah, same, same. Like I'm kind of like low key glad for this quarantine and the fact that like um, it doesn't give. I have a legit excuse to not go out anywhere, like uh, or like plans and stuff. Like a legit, legit excuse to like cancel plans. Like yeah, I can't. Sorry, you know. Yeah, the same, same thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> same, same. So same, so same, same. Um, so what's your all, all all around? No, that's not the one I wanted to ask. Do you have any interesting like, impressions or talents? Pardon. Do you have any interesting impressions or talents you want to share? I um, I'm really bad at impressions. Like I can't even. I'm so bad at accents and stuff like that. Like that I really am. That makes me want to hear it even more. No, 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 no. We are not. I tried to do an American accent and it was so bad. Um, I would love to hear this. No, no, you're not hearing my American accent. It's awful. It is god awful. It really is. Um. 
and like my I did it once more well a few times more friends when I was really drunk and it was so, they were like in tears like laughing so much I'm um, be in tears laughing come on what oh my God. I what I wasn't even know what to say <laughs> Hello, my name is Sidra. I'm, I'm not, how's it going, my, Joe? My name in an American accent, I, I can't. I, I can't. Well, say welcome to the Hey, How's It Going Show. I'll clip it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I can clip it and use it for promo. Oh my God, no. Don't tell me this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Imagine if they all thought I was American then. Well, I don't know. I would probably... No, because like if they hear it, they would not think that because it's so bad. It'd be great. Come on. <laughs> so what do I need to say? Welcome to. This Welcome. is the Hey, how's it going show? The Hey, how's it going show? Okay. Oh man, I I wish I never said anything. <laughs> um. Oh my god, it's so bad. Like, do I have to? It'd be cool. I mean, you don't have to. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but it'd be cool. Oh my god. I just, I wouldn't, oh my god, it's, it's, it's really bad, and you guys are gonna hate me. Americans are just gonna hate me everywhere. They're just gonna like shit on me for thinking that they sound like this, and they don't. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't want that to happen. Hey, hey, I'm here. I don't. Yeah, it's definitely me. Uh, I think it's good now. It usually does that, and then it'll come back, and we should be good now. Okay. So. Cool accent no i'm not doing it uh, I, think that, I think i think i that, had you i had you this close and in, 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 in the messed up and that's the world's way of saying that we should move on and like forget about this <laughs> i'm gonna get you to do a promo somehow it'd be cool <laughs> um but for now we'll move on uh so what's your favorite song in general my favorite song in general all time just favorite song Fucking hell, uh Right now, I'm really into this band called Belmont. So any any song from them, I literally love them so much. I've met them a few times as well. They're so, so lovely. They're from Chicago. You should check them out. I've heard of them. I think I have one of their albums. I just I don't I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, honestly, I love them. I literally I would honestly die for them. Like that's how much I love them. But they're so lovely. That they they are lovely and people. And I surprised them in Netherlands as well. Um, showed up like yeah hey guys like how's it going and like oh my god like holy shit you're here I was like yeah i'm here <laughs> cool yeah you said so, how's it going i'm like i'm just still thinking about this promo i'm gonna get you to do some time <laughs> you're not gonna go are you no i think you, you should it's gonna be like hey you want to do that promo now hey no i'm not gonna do that promo now <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm trying to do like i'm trying to get like because uh this one show I, I went on yesterday i went on this show called the boomer bob show right and uh i don't know if i was supposed to say that nobody watches my show anyways nobody will find out um <laughs> so i went on his show and he's a real cool guy a good friend of mine uh from discord and he uh he on his show he has a clip uh at the beginning his intro is a clip of like a bunch of different people from other shows talking about his show and i am so desperately trying to do the same thing i've got two clips i'll show you the clips i have yeah um, has my mixer set up for this all right so i have a couple clips from people talking about my show or is it right uh, here it is so this is one clip 
So let me know if you hear this. Uh, Tristan, you hear that? Why? Would you be yeah. willing to guest on another show with me? Come on, Tristan, do it. Uh, it it's, by... called, it's called the Hey, How You Doing show. It's hosted by a guy named Branson, Branson Paul the Sorcerer. He okay. just interviews his ho- people. Okay, no. No? Why not? Yeah. Well, last time I, well, the whole I podcast it. started because I got ambushed with whatever the fuck we were doing on the podcast, and Come you're on. telling me there's another person on another podcast that wants to ask me some questions, and the fact that you're being indiscreet about it makes it mean I'm going to get ambushed I'm, with some other bullshit. I'm being completely transparent. You can go watch his show. I could watch his show, but I don't know what it's called. What's it called again? Hey, how you doing, show? All right. I'll do it later. If I have time. <laughs> Okay, so uh, expect us on Hey, How You Doing soon. And that's the clip. They said my name wrong, and they said the name of my show wrong. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to clip that. <laughs> and then this is the other clip. This is uh, this is the Who's Right podcast. Who did This is what this cassette is from. Yeah. Um, this is that podcast. So I... I, I... <laughs> Breaking news: Doug might be on the spectrum, and that's coming from Brandon. That fucking—he's got some clout. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I want to—I want to address this thing with with Brandon. Okay, so I've watched Brandon podcast several times now. He's—he's he's one of them that wants us to come on his show. Sure. Okay, so we're supposed to go on Brandon's show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so th- those of you that are only listening to the audio. You're not going to get anything out of this. He but leans back in his chair like this. Looks like this. <laughs> this is what he's doing in the in the clip. Now ask me a question as if I'm Brandon. Uh, so what? What do you think about putting the cassette out for uh, Doug and Anthony? Yeah, I guess. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, I'm sure it'll be fine too, buddy. And then there's a really squeaky chair that he sits on. Which is true. I used to have a squeaky chair. Uh huh. Man, I'm kind of losing the motivation to go on to the show because I haven't. <laughs> what? How much time do you have left? A few minutes. Why can't we just bring him on here and then he can he can do whatever he wants to do? <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe next Wednesday we'll bring him on. No wait, next Sunday we'll bring him on a bonus show. And that's that clip of them <laughs> shitting on me. Like, I don't know, like, based off, like, this, based off your experience on the show, would you say that any of that is true? I know, right? Like, he, so the whole leaning back in the chair thing, I know you didn't see it, it's a video clip, but, like, he saw me one time on on somebody else's show where I was really uncomfortable, and I felt uh, they were doing something that I just was not able to participate in, so I just, at one point, like, I I went back to stretch, Yeah. I sat back like this, like, with my mic moved. Yeah. And I just, I was just chilling because I was really uncomfortable. I wasn't in my own space and it just wasn't that. And like Doug happened, the guy who talked most in that, um, taught, he was watching that and he just seen me like that. And he assumed that's how I am on my show. <laughs> what the fuck? And then he, he talked to me. That's, that's a clip from his podcast where like a good hundred people listen to trashing me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> like, so I, I took a clip, and now I've two. I've got two clip, two two clips of people talking to me. I need like five more. <laughs> so talk shit about my show, so I can clip it. <laughs> um, what's that? Why not? You know. Yeah, let's have guests come to my show, say so they have a good time, and then 
talk trash about me. Um, no, but I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, so we're wrapping it up soon. Um, what do you wish you'd known when you'd started out uh, designing or playing music or anything? Uh, what I wish I'd know, what I wish I'd known was um, what graphic design really was about. Like when I was doing it at high school, I never thought that is nothing compared to what I'm doing now. Like it's so broad, like the stuff that you can do, like there's, there's no one thing, like you're not always doing the same thing. And I wish I'd known that sooner because then I wish I could have like hyped myself up more and you know made my projects a bit more interesting that way I don't know it's just it's 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 like you're never gonna get a good brief always like you're always gonna get like really shitty briefs so you just gotta like sort of work through it and see what you can do like and the client is never always the client is literally gonna be the the absolute bane of your life they are and no matter how many amends you do, they're always right. So like, even if you tell, like, call them out on their shit, like, you know, you, they're always going to be right because at the end of the day, they're the client, they're the ones who are paying you, and it's kind of ultimately their baby. So the one thing that I wish I'd known as well is like, do not get attached to your work. Like, if you're attached to your work, that is the worst thing you can do. <laughs> because um, they are pretty much gonna rip it to pieces, like, and then it's not your work anymore. It's like, you don't recognize that. Like, it's not you at all. So what I recommend uh, for people to do is, that's why, um, that's why I have stuff that I do for work, and then I have stuff that I do for myself, like personal work, so I don't go insane. Because if I'm always doing client work, I will go insane. Because I'm never doing stuff that I want to do. It's never going to look like stuff that I want to do or anything like any anything will, will never look like my style or anything like that. That's why I do my stuff on my on the side and and freelance jobs as well. So yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what is some advice you'd have for somebody who wants to get into graphic design but doesn't know how? Um. My advice is there are so many ways that you can get into graphic design. There's like apprenticeships, um, you know, there's n there's never like one way and don't feel like you have to go to university for it because you can literally get into graphic design without, without a degree. Like you can definitely do that. A lot of the people that I've worked for, like who are my managers and bosses at my previous roles and stuff, they never had a degree, but they are literally managing me. And, you know, I have one, but that doesn't mean shit. Like, you know, a degree doesn't necessarily mean shit. Um, so don't don't get hung up on that. Um, and honestly, if you love what you do, if you love graphic design, if you love what you do, it will show in your work. Like people will see that passion. It will definitely shine through in your work and, and your work ethic as well. So honestly, just just don't lose that passion, I think. And don't get disheartened by people um, not wanting to hire you. And it doesn't mean like that they don't, it doesn't mean that, that they think you're shit. It just means that your particular style or whatever it is, may not suit the company that they are hiring. That's simply, it's simply that. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's that's really good advice. Um, so I, I definitely like the, the don't get attached to your work part because it's that's definitely rough. Even if you ask, like, you ask somebody for criticism. Yeah. Um, 
on your art or whatever. Uh, like uh, particularly, I, I've had it in my podcast. I asked somebody for criticism. They told me something I didn't like, but I, I, like, with me, it's like I knew I needed to hear it because for the longest yeah. time, people were telling me, "Oh yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It's great, man. Just keep keep doing you, man. Fantastic job." It, it was all bullshit. Like they just yeah. didn't want to be mean. Learn yeah, like how can you learn? I did. I was that. I went that way for like two years of just people being too nice, and mm-hmm. I finally met Bob. Bob from the Boomer Bob Show, and he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you you suck. Like, you, here's what you need to fix." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And that hurt so much. But it was like I asked for it, and yeah. I really did want it. And he told me straight up. He was honest with me. He's like, "Here's what you need to fix. Here's what you suck at. Stop sucking." And I was like, all right, uh, that's a lot to work on. But I slowly worked on it and I got better camera angle and I cut my bed out of the picture and now I got a backdrop and I'm slowly getting better. And I, I, I used to like pick my phone up and look at it and I've got it on silent. Is it? It's actually not on silent right now, but it hasn't gone off. So that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of things I don't do anymore that used to make me look really bad. And now I, try to just be a better host and focus more on the guest and try to worry less about production. And it's, uh, I've changed my show a lot in the past two months. Um, so yeah, I just try to be better. So yeah, definitely. I, I definitely do like constructive criticism. Yeah. Um, but it's good to have people like that. Like I feel I would much rather have friends or people in my, in my social circle that call me out for bullshit. Yeah. Because, um, I would much rather somebody be honest with me and um, like tell me how it how it is than me like living this fantasy lie thing. I don't know, like saying that oh I'm I'm the best letterer or the best cross stitcher or the best whatever in the world. And it's like no, because I you always want to improve, improve, and there's always you know there's always space to improve as well. It's just hearing those hard truths that will you know get you to where you want to go get to like all your goals and stuff yeah like if people need to mix good with bad you know i think that'd be great but a lot of people just don't want to be mean so they just uh, the default default to like the only the good things when there was like other things like lots of little like maybe a couple good things yeah like lots of little bad things they don't want to tell you about it just because they don't want you to hurt your feelings but like you need to grow about it hurts you more yeah, yeah. When you find out later that you you've gone for so long doing lots of little bad things, you know, yeah. it's still that book. Wondering why you're not growing and like I've got, I'm I'm starting to grow now just because I've changed my ways and it's like I'm getting bigger guests and I'm people are paying attention. It's not as much as I'd like, but it's I'm seeing change since I've changed, and that's really good for me. I'm really happy with that um, progress. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like it just it all, all it took was somebody to be honest with me and give me like constructive criticism, and I was like that changed everything. Just so that was great. So thank shout out to Boomer Bob. Um, but yeah, so last question. Um, What's the funniest thing that happened to you recently or in general? Uh, oh, my God. 
Oh yeah, so I was in a Zoom meeting and I thought that I had my mic on mute and um, and obviously like my webcam was on and stuff so they could see that I was here, like I'm part of the meeting, like I am here, I'm involved. But my phone was going off and I had it on loudspeaker and um, I was talking to my sister at the time and she was on loudspeaker, my mic wasn't on mute so they could hear our entire conversation but they carried on with their meeting as if we weren't talking because they didn't want to let me know that they could hear me like they you know they were acting as if like they can't hear me and they literally heard my sister saying i'm on the uh, i'm on the bog like i'm having a, a shit like you know like she's on the to fucking toilet and like you could actually hear you can actually hear it dropping and i'm like you are so gross why are you calling me like literally and she's like, you know, you're my sister. I can do, you know, we, we can talk about anything. It's like, not wash your on the fucking bog. Like, seriously, what the hell? At least wash your hands. And like, oh my God, at that point though, that's when everyone started erupting laughing. And I was like, fuck, I'm not on mute. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and I literally said, I'm so sorry, guys. I am so sorry. I, I was like so embarrassed. But they were laughing because they know they know that I'm such a nutcase. Like they know what I'm like. So I didn't get into any trouble or anything like that. But it was just so funny. Like I just wasn't expecting that. Like my face though, when she told me that, I was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, yeah, I have to call you back later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it was insane. That's so gross, but that's like the first time I've ever, like, one of the first times <laughs> I've ever actually burst out laughing on that question. Most of the time, I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty funny. Like, that, that, that like, oh, literal sisters having a shit on the phone, and I'm, I'm there, like, you know, talking. There's a meeting going on, there's a really serious meeting going on, and she's just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, just not get literally not giving a shit. Was giving a shit. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, my God. That's nuts. I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I'm going to call you back later. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> that's wow. All right. Um, so that was the last question. You blew it out of the water. You've, you've been a fantastic guest. Um, plug and shout out whatever you want, whoever you want, all your websites and social medias and all the good stuff uh follow me on twitter that's sidra 182 you can follow me on instagram that's firecracker underscore 182 i post some of my artwork on there every now and then but a lot of the times it's just bands and selfies if you're okay with that then go for it um and yeah i have a society six that's like society six four slash sidra mood and a red bubble so if you want to buy anything of mine that's that's where you would go and uh you know contact me as well uh sidra sidra182 at gmail.com for any like um you know freelance work any inquiries or anything like that let's see if we can help you out fantastic everybody hit her up um so again i want to thank you for coming on the show you've been a fantastic guest i've had a great time talking with you uh, <laughs> you want to come on again someday yeah cool um, Everybody, this is Sidra Mood, who is a musician and graphic designer from London, United Kingdom. Or is that England? I don't know. How do you say that? England. Yeah, UK. London, like London, England? United Kingdom. United, so I did say it right. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. 
I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> Why would you want to move here? Everybody's dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> I, um, I enjoy Americans and I enjoy their accent. So yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I've I don't know that I have an accent. Um, yeah, an accent for sure. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so everybody, this is the Hey How's It Going show.